What's up? What's up? What's good, my peoples? Yeah, baby. We live. We live. Well, not really, but I'm live because I'm going right through it, you know. Um, the Ed Show, episode seven. We right here. Got a lot going on uh, the past week of, uh, you know, just a lot. You know, the Beast, you know, the Remy and Nikki, um, Shaq and JaVale, the Beast, um, NBA, um, just past the trade deadline. We're going to see what the team's shaping like and, and who making the playoff push was going on all, you know, throughout there, the new teams. Uh, uh, we also got a little bit, you know, college basketball today. Uh, it's March, so you already know what that's hitting for. And, you know, just a couple other things you're going to touch up on NFL. You know, it's a little bit going on over there. But, all right, first. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. All right, man, this is a lot, a lot of... Uh, uh, rap beef out here and not just rap beef like I said Shaq and uh, JaVale McGee and what I need uh, you didn't uh, seen Draymond Draymond going at Paul Pierce so first there's Remy and Nikki I just gotta just gotta get off the chest you know usually you know it's gotta be basketball but this is crazy cause this you know kinda unexpected like it's been years inside you know little shots thrown each way um but you know now, now uh, Remy out and she ain't taking it no more. So she dropped this the sheather. Had, had the internet going crazy. You know everybody loved it. You know everybody is team team Remy. You know Nikki, where you at? You know. <sighs> you know it was a video of Meek Mill vibing to it, but it, it turned out that, that that was false. But you know. Uh, in the song, it's a lot of you know. You heard the song. It's a lot, a lot of diss. Everybody else gave their opinion. So she either she blew it up, set everything off. Uh, had had everybody just you know, what's up, Nikki? Uh, uh, wh wh where you at? You know. So so we waiting on waiting on Nikki reply. So during that time, the game then confessed his love again, shooting his shots. Trying to get a, you know, another chance at Nikki and and uh, Meek Mill. He just doing stupid stuff, uh, giving twenty dollars, not hundreds, for uh, homeless people doing push-ups, and we just waiting on uh, on Nikki. Remy, Remy uh, posted a picture of Nikki, um, then deleted it. Trying to put her out there, you know. And then, I guess she was fed up. She was on her drizzy. She dropped another one. Another diss track. A straight bite off of Drake's back-to-back. -back with poor production quality. And it was like she had time to do it. She thought she was going to kill her. The art for it was, you know, her laying there dead. And it was just so, such a waste of time. Like, what what angle? We don't know what angle she going for or nothing. So, people giving Nikki the, <laughs> Nikki the dub just off that, man. So, Nikki get the dub just because just Nikki did too much. So, that's enough of that. 
Shaq and JaVale McGee. This one was funny because we've been clowning JaVale McGee since forever because of Shaq. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah, because of Shaq uh, saying JaVale McGee. You know, we start noticing it. This is before Shaq and the Fool. Uh, pretty much he started the show. And <laughs> in a way, when you look at it, always been the star of the show. So, uh, JaVale on the Golden State Warriors now. So, finally, he, he stands up for himself. You know, JaVale didn't spend time outside the league and... and and he's saying it's affecting his, his his bread, the image that they gave that give. That's what uh, Steve Kerr said. He had a different perception of him. Uh, KD backed him up too, as well on it. So Shaq messing up Javale money, which ain't that ain't cool, you know. Uh, especially being a borderline player like that ain't cool. Especially you know he don't get the, the uh, love he deserved, but it's still funny. But Shaq got to get his his check too, Shaq. Got a lot of money, but can't knock the hustle. The people love it. We love it. It's funny. Great content. And, you know, Shaq a clown. So, the Warriors wrote a letter. It got serious because it got corporate for something off Twitter. Um, You know the tweets. I'm sure he was going to slap him when he see him. He, he not sorry. He was going to stand up for himself. And it started all because of a, a new bit, Doctor Strange. And it was all all aimed at JaVale McGee <laughs> and his mishaps. Um, but, yeah, so Steve Kerr, he used to work for TNT. He know how it work. He just got to deal with JaVale. But, all right, so, but pretty much. Supposedly, Shaq's mom ended that, so that's that's a wrap. But the uh, the Draymond Green and the, the Paul Pierce was was silly though. Chasing that farewell tour, they don't love you like that. By seventeen, by forty-six, is that one forty-four ninety-eight victory here in in Oakland? And my first got you was Kobe. <laughs> they don't love you like that. <clears throat> Nikki should use that and um, should just reply and say something to Remy along the lines of that. Like, they don't love you like that. What, you thought you was Kobe? Uh, but nah, but nah, Draymond, pretty much Draymond got to get disrespectful. He got to get some attention because he the fourth fiddle. He not even like the third wheel. Like, he just, you know, trying to got to be loud, got to do extra stuff. Uh, defense, nobody cares about defense. They say he's he a good def defender, but you see him doing other things. He was the first person I've ever seen get a triple-double without scoring 10 points. He had 10, 10, and 12 with four points with steals, which is yeah, ridiculous. But you know Draymond, you know he got to get his mouth out. He known for his mouth, got a podcast and, and whatnot. But Draymond... Uh, I don't know what to say versus Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, you know, kind of was nonchalant about it. He know what it is, though. Paul Pierce is trying to get a check, man. That's all it is. So, you know, just do what you got to do, man. Don't worry. Don't don't worry about what Draymond got to say, man. Get your money, man. All right, man. So, to the real NBA. What's going on right now? First off, you know, I got to... Uh, it's not even first off. It's just the the Cleveland Cavaliers have been making moves. 
and you know kind of what we expected maybe not but your boy Darren Williams um a new addition to the squad as well as Andrew Bogut now Andrew Bogut you know a tree uh a skilled big Darren Williams a veteran you know got the mid-range pull up uh, you know Darren Williams got work been had work since Illinois since I knew him uh but the Cavs looking pretty, you know, no, a few weeks ago, um, LeBron in the comments and, and talking about, you know, uh, they need a playmaker or whatever, then and took it back saying. I rest when I retire. As long as I'm in the lineup, we got a chance. All right, we good. Kev is out. Kev is out for an extended period of time. JR has been out. But I'm in the lineup. I'll be suiting up. We got a chance against anybody, so. So he said that, and then they added Kyle Corver, which you knew that was going to make an immediate impact. They got Derek, Derek Williams, which they put on a 10-day contract because they wasn't sure, but he coming in looking like he trying to uh, yeah, he trying to get some money. He been shooting real good. He's not a good three-point shooter. Like He was like 23% from uh, before coming in, but now he didn't hit – Double digits like five or six times since you know out of like eight games or so, so he he, he balling. Um, so that's four more pieces added. You got Jr. still injured, but I went to a game a couple of weeks ago. He was shooting them, warming up and all that before the game. He ain't played, but Jr. has been shooting for weeks now. Uh, K Love, they said uh, he'll be back for the playoffs. So. Pretty much, uh, the Cavs got styles for every bump on your face. And that's, you know, from shout out to Currency. But anything you put out in front of the Cavs, they could have a lineup for it. They can go big. They can go small. They can go LeBron and all shooters. They can go rebounders, offensive rebounders, defensive rebounders. Whatever you got, they got something to throw at you. So the Cavs do anything. And I would say they the favorite, and the moves they just made was 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 really really big. Uh, so another move that that's gonna make a difference, and and people not really paying attention, but the uh, Warriors ain't as solid as you think. And uh, addition to Lou Will, Lou Williams to the uh, to the Rockets, Lou Will to the Rockets. Oh man, another score on a team that was already scoring. Um, with the uh, MVP candidate, I'll say <laughs> the Houston Rockets that and the playing the the shooting, the playmaking of James Harden, and you seen what Eric Gordon did in the three point contest. That's only a reflection of what what he's actually doing on the court. Uh, they had to get rid of Brewer. Um, Corey Brewer, he made plays for him, but, you know, it is what it is. He, he with the Lakers, and the Lakers trying to lose to get a pick and build. You know, Magic Johnson got something cooking, so we're we going to see about that. Another big move was OKC. They picked up Taj Gibson, Taj Gibson and Doug McDermott. Taj Gibson, you know, uh, that adds some muscle, you know, some intimidation. Somebody need to protect Russell in those situations. Ain't no Kendrick Perkins there, uh, Stephen Adams. I, I still don't can't really figure him out. But uh, uh, Doug McDermott, I'm not sure if people have been paying attention, but he 
get buckets. <laughs> he one of the guys that get buckets. I don't know. No, how he do it? What's his philosophy? Uh, I always just seen him, seen him get buckets. So, nah, I don't think OKC can win it. This, I can't. I'm not even gonna say they can't win it. It's far fetch. I don't picture it. That's not how I imagine it. But with Russell Westbrook. And Taj Gibson is a, a a playoff vet. That's a guy you need on on your team come come April or May. He don't usually make it to June. He ain't made it to June, but you know Russell need need some help, and that's gonna help. Um, they got uh, they traded uh, his dance buddy Cameron Payne. He's going to the Bulls, so they picked up Norris Cole, which you know backup point guard, veteran playoffs. You know. That should help him out a little bit. I see him getting to the second round. Possibly, we'll see how 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 it turns up. Nerlens uh, Noel went to the Mavs. That don't really matter, but they're not gonna make the playoffs. But it's good to see Seth Curry balling and Yogi Ferrell. Uh, he got the Rookie of the Month for the Mavericks. I don't even know why I'm really mentioning the Mavericks. Um, I guess they do got a chance to make the playoffs. There's uh, a couple other things. Brandon Jennings went to the Wizards. Jared Jack to the Pelicans. That don't really matter. Jose Calderon. This story, is, Jose Calderon, his story was crazy because it was like, oh, he went from the Lakers to the to the Warriors. So, man, like 35-year-old NBA veteran, you're going from a bad team not making the playoffs into – to the best team where you gonna make the playoffs and possibly win the championship a few hours later KD you know his results or whatever came back he was hurt KD was gonna be out so they had to release him to pick up Matt Barnes but shout out to the Warriors they still paying him $415,000 that he would have made if he would have played so they just got money to, to throw around. But they picked up Matt Barnes, and that might help, but I don't know how much juice he got left in the tank. Last time I seen him, he was chilling with Boogie. They had a game canceled. They had a uh, bottle of Hennessy. They ended up getting in trouble later that night drinking. <laughs> he didn't play for every team in California I seen. So, you know, he, he going to acclimate wherever he at. Uh, but the the news was um, pretty much that wasn't really big. It was Jimmy Butler didn't get traded. Neither did Paul George. D Rose stayed in New York. Um, Mellow nothing, and the Celtics didn't didn't do a thing. Even though they just beat the Cavs, and, and Cavs ain't got Kevin Love, and, but everybody got injuries. Darren Williams actually had the chance to in his first game be clutch and win the game, but he missed a three. But it was cool. And so now it's it's not even changing the subject, but we're gonna talk about the the playoffs, man. We're gonna talk about the playoffs. Uh Golden State gonna make the playoffs. They actually the first team to to clinch this early. So even if KD out they could lose every single one of their games. They still gonna be in the playoffs. Pretty much one through seven in the West is a lock. 
Golden State, uh, San Antonio, Houston, Utah Jazz, actually the fourth seed. One, two, yeah, the fourth seed, the Clippers, Memphis, and OKC. Uh, the AC, everybody after that got a losing record in the West. Denver in the AC, and they probably going to hold it because they got some hoopers. You know, uh, so pretty much the West is a lock. Uh, I see Denver getting it uh, over Sacramento, Minnesota. Portland got a chance. I just don't see them, you know, coming through with Denver, like I said. Like, Jokic, Hooper, Wilson Chandler get buckets. You got Gallinari, the leading scorer of the team. He always got buckets. Uh, you just don't – nobody talk about Denver. And, you know, unless they got that premier start. But they got a, a great player. Um, I was thinking New Orleans was, had a chance to make that push, but when they lost their first three with Boogie and then he got suspended for a game, and then they actually won that game, it just don't look like that chemistry going to be enough to turn it around to, to make the playoffs because they, they, you know, a few games away from that eighth, that eighth spot. Um, but every and the East is completely different from the West. Everybody in the East got a shot to make the playoffs, except except for the Nets. Uh, so, so it's wide open. You know, you got Cleveland at number one, probably gonna sit comfortable. Boston can make a push, but Cleveland, you know, run on when to turn on, turn it up, and and get it done. Uh, the big one is where Toronto gonna be placed right now. They in fourth, but Lowry's hurt uh, for the. Uh, for the regular season. It seems like everybody getting hurt for the regular season. Like, how convenient. Uh, but they might slide a little bit, but and not, probably not too far down. They should get that fourth or fifth spot. And I don't see them sliding to six and, you know, whatnot. But everybody, you know, on the east and west got one, uh, one through seven all got winning records. So, I think it used to be a big um, disparity between the East and the West when the West was so much harder. But these days, except for the top teams, the Golden States, the San Antonio uh, Spurs, um, and really Houston in the West, everybody else is pretty good. I mean, compared with Houston, I mean, they're good. But everybody, like, they're good, but I don't think it – is what it used to be when it was like the West is so dominant. The West is, you know, it's not really like that no more. So it looks like, I guess you could say, it looks like LeBron going to cruise through the East because because of the teams. But the East got, you know, a great caliber of players just like the West. I mean, like I said, San Antonio is always going to be a powerhouse in the West, but Golden State's out there too, so it's really pretty much them two and, and the rest, uh, like it's Cleveland in the rest, you know. Uh, but other than that, uh, NBA going to be what it's going to be, and I think it, it's pretty confirmed uh you know who who's gonna make the playoffs and bowls? It's pretty much you gonna just fight um, teams fighting for that last spot in the West and in the East. I mean, you know, everybody has a chance, but you know, whatever. Was it's only gonna be Cleveland <laughs> to be honest. That's why I ain't really got nothing to say about the East. We all know 
what what it's gonna turn out to be. Um, the West, you not really people sure about Golden State, but San Antonio and Houston, like I said, Russell 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 Westbrook's team because he might be the most clutch player in the league right now. Um, moving right along. So, what's today? It's March. The month is March. March Madness. I don't ever really do the college basketball because I said it's, it only matters in March. Well, I looked at the date and it's March. We got the conference tournaments coming up. This is where the, the Cinderella story started. These are the teams that's not supposed to be in there, like the uh, Campbell Walker squad a couple few years ago. That was like four years ago? I don't know. I'm not counting. Uh, just got in and, you know, got the automatic bid and went through Cinderella. Not really Cinderella because it was like fourth rank, but Selection Sunday, brackets out. I don't ever really do brackets. I don't really care because it's so much luck. It's so unpredictable. You got some teams full of freshmen. You got other teams that's freshmen, sophomore, junior, senior, and, and, and you know, just playing like that. The, the old traditional programs and in college basketball, the mid-majors is, is been good for a minute, you know, uh, like the Gonzagas and the Wichita States, you know, uh, it's a lot of teams that put uh, got got good programs. You know, uh, Butler is even without uh, the players sending players to the league, coaches to the league. Uh, you know, you got the uh, teams with the the good chemistry with the coaches that's been there forever, and then you got. The Kentuckys who play like AAU teams. It's just a whole bunch of talent just coming together. It's, it might not be that much continuity, but the talent there, so they always got a chance. Uh, it's not like football. Unless you're the 16th seed, you got a chance to make a, a good run. 16th seed never, never even won a game, so. March Madness here. You got your your normal contenders. Uh, you know the Duke always gonna be in there. North Carolina always gonna be a contender. Kentucky always gonna be a contender. UCLA's the, the Kansas. Uh, you know, top five. Kansas number one actually. Nova number two. They defend the champs. UCLA. You already seen Lonzo Ball. His dad gonna be in attendance. That's gonna be a you know a premier matchup for Tina Washington. Also, nobody's talking about Bryce Alford. He get buckets. Pay attention. Gonzaga, like I said, a mid-major at number four and number five, top five. North Carolina, um, Roy Williams premier program. Jordan went there. So it's pretty much the NCAA loving this. They about to make a lot of money. All the sponsors are gonna make a lot of money, hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't man. Maybe do they could they get a billion? It's a lot of money getting moved around during this week, and the players won't be touching any of it. And that's something we got 
Well, not we. They got to work on it. We all know the system broke. So you got to make sure they get compensated. So that's that with uh, March Madness. All right. But like I said, the college players ain't getting nothing. Um, they never have. But uh, it was I came across this story I was reading about uh, uh, Jason Williams. Not White Chocolate, the one that's going to be in the the three-on-three big three league, Ice Cube's basketball league. Not Jay Williams, the uh, ESPN guy. Jason Williams, the the one that killed the limo driver. And it's funny because that story came out. I was a kid when it first happened. I always thought, what a, you know, he was a killer. He killed his limo driver. Like, he's crazy. Wow, they let him in the NBA. They ain't, they, they couldn't sense he, he might kill his limo driver one day. And the story was he was pretty much, he was on his property. He was being careless with a gun, and he accidentally, you know, uh, shot his limo driver. So he actually didn't go to jail to 2010 and, and was there for 18 months. And this is... Uh, Pretty much. Okay, so he was in. He went to Saint Saint uh, Saint John's in uh, like 1989, 1990, something like that. So the tradition there was the player that left and got drafted and went to the NBA would loan the player that was still in uh, in college money, so he didn't have to go through an agent or end up getting to school in trouble with boosters or anything like that. So they pretty much looked out for their own. Uh, so Mark Jackson, the uh, the ESPN guy, uh, hand down, man down, mama, there goes that man. Uh, Mark Jackson went to the NBA. They say he's incredibly cheap. Uh, Jason Williams was the guy still in school. So pretty much Mark Jackson, the tradition would have been Mark Jackson would have had to loan Jason Williams some money until he got to the league. Mark Jackson was like, nah, I ain't, ain't going to be able to do it. Uh, Charles Oakley was Mark Jackson's teammate. He saw Jason Williams sweating him. So he said pretty much he took him under his wing. He said, yo, follow me home. He followed him. He said he gave him 20000 He said he going to want 25 back. Pretty much he said, if you see a cat, um, don't be sweating him, man. So Charles Oakley looked out for him. And during uh, Jason Williams' 18-month prison term, Charles Oakley visited him once a month. So that's why the people feel so strongly about Charles Oakley because he was one one of the people, man. He he was the people champion. Charles Oakley held it down. That's why they loved him. That's why, you know, they love him in Cleveland still, too. Uh, that's why the Nixon-Cavs game, he sat with, with, Dan, with Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cavs. So... Shout out to Charles Oakley, man. I let her hear a whole bunch of other old stories about about him and, and the type of player he was, person he was. I just thought that was cool, so I figured everybody in the world should know. Uh, so, like I said, the retired players. Like Charles, it's always a whole bunch of stories you want to hear. So I'm anxious to see about what this three on three retired. Uh, players league, Ice Cube's league gonna be because all these players, these players we we knew and loved growing up. You know, especially my generation. Those players are old enough to be retired and still actually play. 
generation before me, they, you know, they're not probably playing no more. Uh, so they pretty much got the teams lined. It's looking serious. They got the teams lined up. They got logos. They, they, they're making a schedule. It's 10 weeks. Uh, and they're going to do four games a day on Saturdays for 10 weeks. And it's cool because there's a lot of players that we love. And if you ever seen that um, or just know, just general knowledge that um, a lot of young athletes end up going broke after they retire, this is a good way uh, these guys can still get, go out and do what they love and get some checks and not be depressed at home, you know. So so they gonna they gonna get paid and they gonna have some fun and ain't no maybe they will take it super serious. I'm sure some of them still gonna play with a chip on their shoulders, the cats with no rings. And that's probably it's gonna be probably filled with them. Uh, is yeah, Chauncey is playing. Chauncey probably might be the only cat with a ring that's playing. Chauncey Billups. All right. So shout out to three on three. We gonna see what that's in for this summer. Um, real quick, uh, the Ball Brothers lost, man. Uh, Leangelo and Lamelo's Chino High School team. After all the hype and the fanfare, they went thirty five and zero and one last year. This year they they couldn't pull it off. And to make it worse, they went 17 for 65 combined. 17 for 65. That, that ain't good, man. Um, and uh, here's what uh, LeVar Ball, their dad, had to say about that. He ain't say not a thing about that. You <laughs> ain't hearing. When you hear him talking about Lonzo, though, he said Lonzo, they got the uh, big baller brand. Um, three B's they call it the uh, clothing brand that they got going on. He said Lonzo gonna be the first guy drafted with his own brand, and if Nike, Under Armour, whoever don't come to him, they gon' they gonna do it themselves. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing that, man. I I'd rather get some Matthew Delavadovas, bruh. All right, all right. So a little NFL, man. So another cat, man. It's a lot of cats, man, getting money, man. But ain't nobody, ain't no wide receiver in the NFL getting money like Antonio Brown. He just went, signed a contract to be the highest paid uh, receiver. He is going down. He getting like $72 million or, you know, over the next four or five years or whatever. So he finally getting what he deserves. I don't think he gonna have the production that he just gave these previous four years, cause what he did, I, I think he broke a record doing that, cause ain't nobody get get what getting catches like him in history, man. Like not even Jerry. I ain't look up the stats, but if you do and and, and it's wrong, you can call me out, whatever. But I know even Jerry ain't do what Antonio Brown did these last couple of years, last four years. Um. So, you know, NFL contracts, they ain't guaranteed like the like the NBA. So, he probably not going to touch that whole 72 <laughs> for real, for real. Um, but I know he's going to work hard for it. It's a lot of stipulations. and <sighs> So, whew, I don't know what he's going to do. I hope he ball. Hope he'll win a Super Bowl. But he could ball. I'm cool with it. Whatever. He can 
do what he do. Um, you see the Facebook live that ain't that ain't matter. The production on the field was all that. All, all it came down to he got paid. They owed him. The uh, Real Reeves got cut. Uh, just just got rid of him. You doing too much. Really, it was a good. They used that fight knockout video. He's getting um, charges pressed on him for allegedly punching and knocking out two guys. They using that against him. I mean, not using that against him, but they, it might be a good warranted reason. But the truth is, um, Terrell Reeves has been getting torched all last year. When I remember him playing, like even getting torched. Um, the Jets also got rid of Brandon Marshall. I don't know if they want to pay him, but Brandon Marshall might just be on something else. He might just want to do TV. He might just want to be a motivational speaker or just bring awareness to mental health. Brandon Marshall, he multifaceted. I feel like him getting cut by the Jets, he might not want to play no more. Um, all right, AD, he not with the Vikings no more. And yes, AD, all day, is, that's all day, Adrian Peterson. Um, you know, already seen the photoshops of him in Dallas, but do Dallas really want him? Is he still trying to get a check, a real check in the NFL? Because I don't think it's going to happen. Before he got hurt last year, he was only averaging like 1.6 yards per carry. Like, he was already looking trash, and he just got injured again, and he like 32. So, and some teams, believe it or not, going to believe he still whooped his kid. So, you ain't getting off that easy. All right. Uh, let's see. All right, yeah. Colin Kaepernick. They said Colin Kaepernick. <coughs> excuse me. They said, call it, this was on the ticker. Colin Kaepernick will will stand during the national anthem next year. Colin Kaepernick opted out of his contract. Colin Kaepernick ain't even on the team. <laughs> so get yeah, like it if you're not on the team, nobody even gonna know if you standing or kneeling cause you're not there. So first off, Colin Kaepernick just need to get a job. It don't matter if he's standing or kneeling or sitting or go to the bathroom during the national anthem. Um, last year, I think he kind of made a bad move. He he bet on himself pretty much. He had a great contract. They was overpaying him. He wasn't playing. It was great. It was the best thing in the world to get overpaid to not work. So they finally let him in the game. They restructured his contract because he couldn't get hurt pretty much. And he went along with it. He bet on himself so that he can make some money this year and then sign real big in the free agency. That's what he was he was um he was banking on that, that he was gonna have a good year. And he didn't. It it, it didn't work out. I mean, the whole organization wasn't set set up to do anything. So that that messed it up for him. He did a lot in the community. And he started the conversation that, you know, that, that led to headlines last year before football. Um, but, you know, this year that passed over. We got 
a new president, so I don't know how much uh, we progressed or, or, or we didn't progress, but Kyle Shanahan, the new coach, don't pretty much don't want him. Um, um, and the word was, this is what I read. See, I don't know. I ain't really got inside scoop like that. I'm just a fan. Uh, several teams didn't want to sign him because, uh, you know, the attention that he brought himself last year for what he did. So i like to know what teams, you know, don't allow that. But, you know, that information don't usually come out until it don't matter anymore. Um, but even or if you say he does get a job next year, to, if he stands or whatever, he's still going to get the attention. All right, man. Adidas, man. Adidas, <coughs> excuse me, Adidas, man, they, uh, they trying to get, take the spotlight, they doing what they can do, um, they about to lose, they, they contract with the, uh, the NBA soon, maybe next year, it's really soon, though, um, so, they trying to, you know, do what they can do on football, and they've been signing, you know, a few of our favorite football players, um, this year they got this competition where pretty much you could win an island. That's what that's what the the big promotion is. Win an island. Uh, all you gotta do is wear their new shoes, a new cleat, and run a four uh, faster than a four point two four. So a four point two three probably should win it. It should win it. You know. Uh, you can either choose an island or a million dollars. The catch is you got to sign an endorsement deal with them for one year for one year, and, you know, wear the shoes, you know, because if you're the fastest guy ever in a combine, they want you to be Adidas for sure. So I think this is a pretty good promotion, especially to some some college guys. But my thing is you get a million dollars or an island. They don't really specify the island, what island, or, or, or how it's going to go. But a million dollars is cool, but an island is almost is kind of cooler than a million dollars to me. Like, if I was a rookie in the NFL, this okay, I'll put it like this. If I was a first-round pick in the NFL, if I, was, if I went first round and I broke this record, I'm picking the island. No questions. Because I'm going to get a nice little change in my rookie deal. And obviously, I'm going to think I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna, going to succeed. I'll be smart with my money. I'll invest my money. And money from a rookie deal in the NFL could set you up to live a good rest of your life if you, you know, put it in the right places. Now, if I anything um, after that, third round, fourth round, and, you know, I'm borderline, I'm taking a million, you know. You might not, might not see that. So, I would take the million. So, uh, they got a little choice, like I said, first, first, first round picks. I... Why wouldn't you take an island, man? Who has, a lot of people have a million dollars. A lot of people have a million dollars. A lot of people don't have an island. Like, you literally have an island that you can go to and be secluded if you wanted to. Like, 
I mean, I'm not really a water dude or nothing like that, but, you know, what's cooler than having your own island? I remember Baby said he was going to buy an island. That was at least a decade ago. I don't know. I don't know if Birdman got an island yet, man. All right. All right. Baseball spring training. <laughs> nah, I ain't we're not talking about no no spring training, man. You kidding me, man? All right, but nah, seriously. Right here, man. That Oscars. That was crazy. That was a. a <laughs> I ain't watched the Oscars. I never watched the Oscars. Like, what's the Oscars got to do with me? Nothing. Uh, but just to see the see what went down there. The Steve Harvey. That's what it's gonna get called too. <laughs> they got Steve Harvey. <laughs> But, you know, that made a big deal. A lot of people was mad because they say it took away attention from, you know, the fact that Moonlight won the Oscar for the best picture over La La. You know, when we seen La La people on the stage, they didn't know if the people did it on purpose or whatnot. They just made a big deal about it. I feel like, I feel like really, man, it was a... Uh, it was Peter Piper, Picker, Pan, the boy is smooth, yeah, he is a high stuffer, <laughs> yeah, baby. They just was up there doing what they wanted to do. Viola uh, Davis, she's still cooking. That's what it is, man. Oscars, that made it lit. We're going to always remember it. We're going to remember Moonlight 1 and whatnot. We're going to always remember that moment. So, yeah, it looked crazy or whatever now, but we always want to remember that. That's super cool. Get out, man. I wanted to see that so bad. I hear it so good. I can't scroll my timeline without seeing it. I'm super thirsty to see it. Does anybody have a link or a site or a way I can see it? Like, you know, I don't got a fire stick. I will buy a fire stick if, if it's on fire stick. I don't have time to go to the movies. Got a six-month-old, seven-month-old son. And uh, I work with stupid chef. So, yeah, but they said Jordan Peele, who I always thought was a weirdo because Key and Peele, obviously. I think it's some things is some funny, but not really. It's not, it's not Mike Epps funny. It's Adam Sandler funny. You know what I mean? Like, I like Mike Epps. Like, that stuff, like, make my side hurt. You know... I just kind of laugh at Adam Sandler. He's, you know, a comedic. Is he a comedic genius or is he just, I don't know. But I always thought Key and Peele was kind of weird. Some things, you know, you just laugh at. Ha, 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 it, it is funny or whatever. But they said, man, this is super good. And I wish I could fill this space up to tell you, like, what I thought or the themes in it. And, but... I can't even click on that because I'm not even trying to get spoiled by it. But they say it's good. I got to check it out. So I'm going to check it out. 
Make sure everybody else check it out because by next week, this is spoiled. Get Out should be a wrap. So, if you're listening to this next week, well, as soon as you hear me say Get Out or whatever, spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. So, that's pretty much it, man. I ain't got much, much, uh, much else with it, man. Uh, so, I'm about to get up out of here. Y'all have a great day, great weekend, great week on your ride. Be safe, all that. Um, make sure y'all loving people. Just <laughs> nah, man. Make sure y'all 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 do what you do. Dan is the man with the Peter Piper picker. Mm-hmm.